Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello and welcome back to Full Spectrum Feeling. It's wonderful to reconnect with you this week. And today I thought we would talk about New Year's resolutions and what I would like to call the resolution reality check because I feel like, I don't know, we all know this, that most of the time resolutions just don't seem to work out. We make them, and I would say like 99% of the time, we don't really follow through, and next year we have the same damn resolution that we had last year, and we go, well, that's okay, we'll have another shot at it, and we'll do it this time. And I'd like to explore why that is, and how we can actually get around it to actually start accomplishing the things that we really want to accomplish because let's face it, life is short and we want to accomplish things. And what, who wants to waste time, you know, aiming for the same resolution that we had last year or even five years ago? I'm going to say nobody. So let's start with the word resolution. And I want to ask you, how do you feel when you hear the word resolution? Because with me, it's like my whole torso just wants to tense up and be like, no, I don't want to do it. When I hear resolution, it's the word resolve. And when I think I have to resolve to do something, I think of having to take a disgusting draft of medicine that tastes nasty and I have to resolve to do it because I know it's good for me and I should do it. And yeah, that's the connotation that resolution has for me is it's this thing that I have to do, that I should do, that I don't really want to do, but I know is good for me. And that just feels yucky. It makes me feel like I'm a kid that doesn't know any better and is being forced to have to do something by this other half of myself that knows better than I do how to do things. Ugh. And is it any wonder then that when I resolve to do something, it just doesn't tend to go well? (laughs) Oh, I feel like there's a way to get around this though. And I've found that I'm able to accomplish a great many things, and I'll never ever call it a resolution. And sometimes like I'll call them my goals, but really I'm enjoying calling them my determinations now because that makes me feel much more like a queen. Like I'm determining that this is what's going to happen in my life and I'm going to do it. And I want to invite you to adopt that term if it helps you out as well as to just say, screw revolution, revolutions, oh my gosh, resolutions. Let's just have determinations. And what would it feel like to have a determination about how this year was going to turn out? And how do I show up if I'm determined to have this happen versus being resolved to have this happen? This past year, I've been focused a lot on my physical health, on getting back to a weight that feels light and energetic and having the energy to run around and move around a lot with my daughter, to be able to walk outside every day, 
particularly with COVID being a thing, just wanting to have movement in my life, to have fresh air in my life. And I thought to myself, you know, I don't want to get to the end of the pandemic and the end of quarantining for, you know, a year or more in my house and be worse off than when I started. And at the beginning, it was like a resolution where I'm like, I resolve that this isn't going to happen. But everything about that phrasing is negative. I'm resolving not to have something happen, which makes the thing that's going to happen feel inevitable and like I'm just fighting and resisting something bad happening. So I had to change my thoughts about this and go, okay, well, what do I want to have happen for real? And sit down and write it down. And what I wanted to have happen is I wanted to lose 20 pounds. I wanted to be able to do the splits. I wanted to be able to walk a few miles and not get winded. I want to be able to sprint without having an asthma attack. I want to, you know, have a body that I remember from my youth, right? Like I, I don't want to be in my forties and feel like I'm 60. I want to feel like I'm 20 something and I want to feel jubilant. I want to feel energetic. I want to feel sexy. Like, okay, I want all of those things. So how am I going to get it? And there's the knowledge that I have of, okay, well, I remember what I was doing when I had all those things, which was I was younger. I was working out more. I actually walked a lot. Um, for most of the time that I was in my healthiest zone, I was walking constantly, you know, to classes. I was in school. So moving miles a day, carrying lots of stuff, um, painting, being outside, meeting lots of friends, being social. And some of those things I'm like, okay, well, I can't really do the social card so much this year because we're quarantining. So that's not going to happen in person, but I can still work out. I can still at least walk. I can still have control of what I'm eating and I can have control of when I'm eating and how much. And I had to sit down and look at what is it that I'm actually putting in my face and I need to have a come to terms with it moment of what am I actually doing? Because whatever I'm actually doing is what's resulted in me being 20 pounds overweight, feeling tired all the time, being exhausted, being depressed and not having the body that I want. So that the, those moments were tough, but actually looking at it, let me have a clear picture of, okay, this is where I'm at. And I, in this particular journey said, okay, I'm going to get completely transparent with myself and take measurements, right? And write down a list of all of the things that I think are going on with my body that I'm unhappy with. And I was just brutal. I sat down and I wrote down, okay, like, I don't like that my skin is dry and that I have like this acne on my face and on my shoulder. I'm like, that's not cool. And I don't like greasy hair and I don't like that I'm not sleeping well and I have sleep apnea and da 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 da. This joint hurts and I'm having trouble with my left knee and just every possible thing that I could come up with that I was unhappy about. I don't like my waistline. I don't like this. I have a pain in my upper left side like digestion issues, like all of it. And I wrote it down and I said, okay, well, this is where we're starting. And I am determined that at the end of this pandemic, whenever that is in six months and eight months and 10 months, these will no longer be true. Okay. 
So then it's, how do I make that happen? And I've noticed that it's way easier for me to have small goals that encompass all these big ones. So in my determination, it was like this big decree to myself. I am determined that this will no longer be true. And then I began to envision what it's like to not have that. And I wrote down a list of all of the things that me, myself, the person that I want to become or that I once was, does or can do now that they're healthy, now that they're lighter, now that they have this energy and what do they do? And I was like, oh, okay, well, that person actually gets up in the morning and does Qigong and walks for a mile or two a day. That person laughs a lot and eats really well and has this kind of meal and really enjoys it and doesn't stress about, you know, cookies or sugar or whatever it is. This person um, can do the splits and has flexibility. And then I sat down and left that for a few days and just let it percolate. I was like, okay, that's, that's where we're going. This is where we're going to be at the end of this. And then I had to figure out, okay, how am I going to get there? What do I need to do to achieve that? And giving myself the proper amount of time to accomplish it, because I don't think that we go from feeling ill or tired all the time and just unable to focus and lazy to suddenly being able to walk, you know, three or five miles a day and do splits and wake up when you're not used to waking up and be happy about it and just eat salads and be joyful. I don't think you can do that overnight. I don't think that you become that in an instant, but you become it by degrees. So I had to really, again, have this, um, this talk with myself about what's realistic to expect. And can I be loving and kind to myself as I get there? And I decided, and I determined that yes, I can, and that I love myself enough that I'm going to do this. So I found ways to track for myself, what am I actually putting in my body and what do I need? Like at, at the goal weight that I want to be, how much would I actually need to eat versus how much am I actually eating now? And taking a look at that was both eye-opening and shocking to recognize how often I was eating extra and not noticing, but to slowly move myself towards like, this is actually the portion that, you know, my healthy weight is happy with eating. So we don't need to eat twice that we need to eat you know, closer to that and at that level. Okay, great. And for me and my journey, I was also learning that it's okay to sometimes indulge as well, to not completely cut myself off. I think I have self-sabotaged myself often in the past from achieving goals and moving towards them by having this all or nothing attitude that if I have a day where I slip up or I mess up, that that's it, I've ruined it. And I might as well go completely overboard for the rest of the day. And then the next day I'm still beating myself up and I might make even more exceptions. And then after two days of that, I'm like, ah, why even bother? This is easier. And I determined that I'm not going to be that way with myself anymore. So I'm allowed to make mistakes and I'm going to make mistakes, but they don't have to become a whole steam train of mistakes that just keep on going. It can just be a, a momentary lapse or a fall off the horse and I get back up and continue to just get back into the groove of where I'm going. And 
honestly, I think that's how any change is made is by continually making more decisions that are in alignment with where you want to go and less decisions that are not in alignment. And when you catch yourself starting to make decisions that aren't to just get yourself back on track, give yourself a hug, say, wow, that's really tough. And I'm sorry that we had a rough day and we're just going to cope with that. And we're going to keep on trucking and go in the right direction. And I have noticed that I have had really amazing success with this determination. And I began this actually before the new year. I, I tend to think of the new year in the fall around um, November, closer to my birthday. So around that time, I began this journey. And it's now when I'm recording this um, mid-January. And I have released, I think, 15 pounds. And I feel amazing. I've been slowly adding in steps. One of the things that I wrote was that, you know, a person that's truly healthy easily is just moving around and getting their 10,000 steps a day. And at the beginning, I'm not going to lie. I think I was averaging like 1,500 steps a day. And that felt like a lot. And I was like, how the hell does anyone ever get to 10,000 steps? Like, what are they freaking like marathon geniuses? But through tracking and paying attention to what I was doing and setting little mini goals. And it was to start where I was at at 1500 and add 200 steps every day or two. And if I managed to add the 200 steps, then I would add 200 more. If I didn't make it the next day, then I'd drop it back down 200 and keep going. I have now in this week, I, my average has been over 10,000 but my goal has actually only been seven to 8,000 this week has been the goal. And I'm finding that I'm crushing it and it's become easy because I've learned how to slowly add in little chunks of movement into my life. And I thought, oh, that's how we do it is not to aim for the entire thing at once because you don't even know how to do it yet, but you achieve the whole thing by learning how to do it in the small bit. And that's honestly the step goal has blown my mind because I have never managed to have a 10,000 step average in a week. And I felt like this past week was pretty easy and manageable. And like, I know how to bring up my steps without feeling like it's punishment and without feeling like it's this impossible goal or feeling like I have to do it or I'm in trouble. And that's the other beautiful thing is I'm like, yeah, if I don't hit 8,000 steps today, I'm not going to beat myself up over it or not even try tomorrow. I'll just go, okay, that didn't happen today, but tomorrow we're still going to aim for 7,800. And then we'll just pick it back up and keep going. There is so much room for self-care and self-love in deciding that we get to be gentle with ourselves, but also determined because I look at it as like this stern lovingness with myself that I'm like, no, we are getting there. There's no doubt in my mind that I achieve everything that's on that list that I wrote, but it might take the time it takes. And I don't need to set an unrealistic goal that scares me off of even starting or scares me out of continuing to go or just depresses me too much to keep trying when it's just too short of a time period or too steep of a goal. I can have a big dream and it's okay if it takes me a whole year to reach it because honestly, if it takes me a year and it's, you know, October again, before I achieve the full list, I still will have achieved it and I'll still look back and go, oh, but I made it slow build enough that it's maintainable 
And I think that's important to me too, is recognizing that when we make resolutions, so often the the goal that we have is not only kind of difficult and out of our ballpark right now, but we make it unsustainable. We've made it such a big thing. Like, how are you possibly going to keep up with it? Like if you just suddenly start, for instance, I, I used to do P90X and I would just jump in and be like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm determined. I remember being a badass teenager. I can do this. And inevitably at week 10, I would hurt myself and stop, never finish the thing. Cause there's like four more weeks to go, have to nurse myself through an injury and find that at the end of the recovery, not only am I slightly injured, but I'm actually in worse shape than I was before I started. And I'm depressed and I'm angry because I didn't, I didn't achieve the goal and now I'm hurt and now I feel fat and lazy. Like I would have so many associations in with that. So I know that I'm talking specifically about a health goal that I have for myself, but I think it relates to any kind of goal that you have, be it, you know, for your career or for your relationships or whatever it is, that you have to make the goal big enough to be worth striving for, but give yourself enough of a process, a leeway and the determination to get through that it's actually achievable and sustainable and that you don't reach to the end at the beginning, you reach to the first step that gets you towards the end and that when you decide and you determine what that step is for yourself, you're able to do it. Like actually sitting down for myself and saying, which part of this do I want to tackle first? And for me, it was about learning what, how much I was actually eating and reducing it down to a reasonable amount. And then I had to unpack from there, like, why am I eating this extra stuff? So that was like a whole nother, I could probably record another episode for that about why I eat when I don't need to eat, but (laughs) I'm not doing that anymore. And that's really cool because I allowed myself several months of really training myself to notice when am I actually hungry? When am I thirsty? Why am I feeling like I want to eat? Is it because I'm bored? Is it because I need a hug? Is it because um, I have a need for space? Like that was something interesting that I was like, I just need to not have to do something right now with my daughter. And I just want the pause and I know I can get it if I'm eating. And to learn how to break that habit and give myself room to figure out, um, what is something more productive I could be doing with that situation that both gives me the space that I want and doesn't shove food in my face. It was really an interesting process. And then after that saying, okay, I'm really getting a handle on that and I can maintain that. So now I'm going to add that I'm going to try to add in some steps. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, I've got the steps going in and I'm still continuing to build on that. But now I want to add actual like aerobic exercise because I have energy And I'm like looking back going, holy shit, it's happening. I can feel that I have this energy. I can feel that what I've determined is going to happen is coming true. And it's giving me so much momentum and inspiration to get past the days when I fall down and I make a mistake and I eat too many cupcakes or whatever it is that I've rewarded myself with. And that's interesting too. I want to mention that I have found a way in my own journey to figure out how I can reward myself, not just with more exercise or whatever I thought had to be in a health goal, like losing weight, that I found a way to enjoy food and still have cake and still eat within what I've I've determined is, is the correct amount for me that keeps me healthy and happy and not in pain. And if I look back at my list, it's shocking to me to look back where I was back in August and October and go, wow, like, 
60% of the health issues or like the skin or the pain or the swelling or whatever I thought I had is just completely resolved already. It's already better. And I haven't quite completed this journey yet. And I'm looking at it as this is my life. This is a change that I'm making for myself that I wish to carry forward. I want to be a person who is energetic and does this like permanently. It's not just that I'm going to lose weight and then just go, yay, I did it. And then, you know, stop being someone who's healthy. I think that was also a problem that I had was that I would set a goal and not have an idea of what it looked like after. I would just go, yeah, you hit the goal and then that's it. And now you need to come up with a new goal somewhere else. But this time I am determined to become a different version of myself. And that means that the changes that I'm wanting to implement are sustainable, that they're permanent, that there's something that I want to live with and something that I choose and that I get to continue to choose. And that they're not just something that I'm choosing short term at great expense. You know, I'm like, no, I don't want any of this to be painful. I want this to be easy choices that I could continue to make and could make my entire life. And I'm playing around with that idea in so many other aspects of my life as well for business, for parenting, for relationships. And like, how is it that I want to show up and what's sustainable? And could I be this person forever? And what would that look like if I could really achieve being this person that I want to be? It's what I love about you know, self-improvement and about reaching goals. And yeah, I'm determined to just continue to be a better person every day. And I'm so happy and thrilled that I am. I am achieving these goals that I set out for myself. And it's not without setbacks. It's not without sacrifice. Sometimes it's not without sad or angry days where things aren't working the way I want, or they're not working as fast as I want. But it is a process that I'm winning. And I know that you can win too. I would love to hear back from you about resolutions and how you feel about that word. What is it that you've resolved to do? And what would it be like if you determined to do it instead? Hit me up in the comments, send me an email at blaze at blazeschwaller.com. And yeah, let me know what you're thinking. I cannot wait to hear what you all are going to achieve this year. Have a great one, my friends, and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.